0: (laughs) I'm going to kill Christy. (laughs) Y'all are lucky this isn't the fucking thing off. You know what? I'm leaving this in there. (laughs) There's no reason you should want to kill me. Y'all should know this is the second time we're recording this because Christy doesn't know how to use editing still. Just kidding. I'm the worst at it. So I appreciate you. Honestly, if she just listens back to all the
1: shit I've edited <laughs> out, it's just her insulting me most of this podcast. No, it's called... When really the bitch doesn't know how to use anything on a fucking all, MacBook.
0: First of all, every time you do editing, I always say thank you and I give you praise because I don't it's know what It's not my I'm fault doing. there's a ticker in GarageBand and I forgot to shut it off. Regardless, as you can see, we're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing great. We are crushing the quarantine life, but we're here to talk about... Today's episode, which is Mafia Chronicles, which is great because everybody who's staying inside should be watching all the mob movies. If you haven't seen them, this is now the time to watch Casino, Goodfellas, Godfather, Bronze, or watch Tale. the whole Sopranos
1: series because that's what I did. And it was a great start to a little, well, it was a little rough, but yeah.
0: So it was a good episode. We talk all things uh, building a social media brand, marketing, and like the different outlets that,
1: you know, he can eventually work with. Um, you guys still are not going to have his name or his face, but it's very on brand for
0: all things mob related. Yeah. He also has a really banger playlist on Spotify called the Mafia Chronicles. So, I mean, I'm not learning how to cook during this quarantine. I just come to Christie's like every day, basically. So um, we'll play that in the background.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's got all a collection of great mob music. So just look up Mafia Chronicles from on all the classic
0: mob movies. Yeah.
1: And um, I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this. Definitely a different interview than probably what you're thinking you're gonna hear.
0: So it's very insightful, and we do it, some rapid fire Italian yes, stereotype Keep that at the in end. there. And what I said in the first take of this recording was, I hope y'all are staying healthy, staying hydrated, resting, drinking some ginger lemon cayenne tea if you can. And in the
1: first episode, I also told her this is not a fucking plug for nutrition. it's not a plug.
0: It's that people need to be aware that everybody's in a reactive state still and killing everything off. And that's not the goal with COVID and immunity in general. We have to be building back she up. So just a got so robust immune system.
1: Yes. But this episode's about Mafia Support Chronicles. your lymphatic system. So as support well. your lymphatic system <laughs> and immune system while you listen to this banger episode. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao.
2: But like, but like this, I got I the inspiration. Really, uh, I'm down in Florida, mind you. So I went to a Miami heat game. Um, two really cool. is a couple years ago, mind you, when I was still starting out two years ago, I got free tickets from my cousins, a buddy of my cousins, but he knew about my page. He's a big, big fan of my page. This is why I got the tickets. He couldn't make it to a game. He's loaded. He has money. I don't have money. Like that. <laughs> and he had courtside tickets literally right behind the heat's bench. I mean, reach out and touch them. And I'll never sit in another seat that good again in my life. And I sat, <laughs> I sat there that night with those tickets because of my page. And then the same token got to basically give, give a little fist pump to one of the players who also follows my page, Udonis Haslam. He's a big player in Miami. Awesome. He's really well known down here. And that was like the moment where I was like, this this could lead to some really cool things. You know, not even monetary, just networking ones. Yeah. So, so from that point, I knew I had something real and I've just been going with it since and it's grown. You know, I have guys like Mario Lopez following the page who are super talented and all over the place. And um, cool. James Gandolfini's son is another gentleman I've gotten That's to speak awesome. with. Humble
0: brag. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm
2: Because it's, to be honest, it's the best part about growing something like that is seeing the the fruits of your labor basically come to fruition and and that's i didn't do it to like be famous obviously nobody knows who i am i like it that way yeah i don't i'm not doing it for
1: me well it kind of is cool that yeah. you, no one knows who you are because it kind of goes on with the whole entire theme of your page
2: i will be okay with everybody thinking i'm what you thought i was like, yeah. like <laughs>
0: That's a total mob somebody who's really, for you to be like yeah not, someone who's no. really in the mob or connected like doesn't they don't talk, like, about, talk that about that, shit. that at all so all it's around. like very You're on only, brand for you i don't even post uh
2: real life stuff on my page i only post movies i only post series um there's other pages out there that might do that I, I don't I just don't get into it uh, maybe at one point when I started I might have posted like some Al Capone's some Luciano some of the historical stuff mm-hmm. because, because I'm very much into the books and I do read on the real life stuff but but I think the movies is where my always where my heart lies it's it, I got into it at a very young age so uh, and yeah. I'll go into more of that if you want later or now but I don't know if we're actually uh, <laughs> have one. pick up whatever suits you and and, and, and cheers salute
1: salute exactly Chendon.
0: So, wait, that's interesting though. So, you said like kind of how you kind of started this, like because watching Gary Vee and all that stuff. Did you have like when you originally went to, I don't know if you went to college or any of that kind of stuff, was it like, I'm sure it's probably difficult for you to explain to your family, like, I'm a social media influencer, like, you know, kind of what was your original like career path trajectory and then like kind of switching gears with your career? Like, obviously, you've, you know, created a brand. And I think that's like, you know, a.
2: that's what I got from his talk was branding. A lot of that was, was him saying, creator brand and brand and brand and brand. If you notice uh, a lot of these other pages that are out there don't even have like a, um, a logo for their page. They don't treat it the way that I treat it. I treat it as a, so I've worked in my career. I would say I've done customer service practically all of my working life. I've worked in restaurants and hospitality. The majority of that on the management side, on the, on the back end side, on the serving side, everything. And I've also worked at, um, online, a a very big online, uh, retail company, um, that's down here and was able to, for a year and a half or so, learn, um, basically how they built their branding and like their, they did something completely different. It was a, uh, it was a food company and they, um, but I just picked up notes along the way on how, how a, a digital business was run because all of their product is sold online. And I've always been interested, basically, what it all comes down to is I've always been interested in not working a nine to five or not being stuck in a place of business, per se or the same four walls. I don't necessarily need to be like on the beach with my toes in the sand on a laptop, but I do like the freedom of when I work hours-wise, time of day. Sometimes I feel more productive in the evening than I do in the morning and vice versa. It'd be nice to not be on someone's schedule, but just have deadlines to meet and tasks to do and get work done on my own time. So my main goal was to start something online whether it be a business or a side passion or whatever that turns into and and again it came back to that conversation uh, with gary v that I, I would follow on those a lot of his advice just just do something you love and don't worry about the money and, and i'll be honest with you i haven't really made money from this and people are mistaken when they think that because you have a lot of followers on social media you're you make money well it's not the case um i've tried selling t-shirts not because i want to make money but because I literally wanted more cool mafia t-shirts to wear. And I figured, well, I'll just make them and that would be that would be the easiest way, right? And so I did that. But the thing is, I'm not a designer. I have a lot of really cool ideas, but I'm not a graphic designer. And that is a really serious skill. You can't just become one overnight. No. I'm already I'm already spending a lot of time trying to master social media, which is a skill of its own. No. And being a community manager and talking to people and and being on the back end of things and networking and such. But I did my toes in the the online uh, retail business with Shopify and the t-shirts and it went okay for a little while, but my heart wasn't in it. And again, it wasn't ever about making money and it wasn't serving purpose. So I've put that on the back burner and I've just been exploring other options for right now. We did the Sopranos Con uh, convention back in November, which was
1: super fun. I just watched... For the first time in my life, She's new to Sopranos, and my dad is like a mashup of Tony Soprano and Fred Flintstone.
2: That's awesome, um, what
1: a like combo. Literally, who my father is. So <laughs> I just watched the whole thing. I finished it what last week? Yeah, from start to finish. And I told him like, we day. gotta go to Soprano con. And next I was year. like turning into a Soprano. I would That's like awesome. be like, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm depressed or angry or I have to stab someone. I, mean, I don't know what's happening to me. Yeah. But I was because I was so deep in it. I was watching like four or five episodes in a, you know, in a blip. So. Um, that's really very easy.
2: i
0: Soprano con. Then
2: it was just those the guys that put it on uh, uh, Dan, Mike, and Joe. They're they're phenomenal human beings. Um, I got to know them really well in the process of of networking via social media, like I have many people, and they mm-hmm. have similar passions to mine as far as building community around something you love, and they love the show, and because because uh, our our interests obviously cross where the Sopranos is in the mob genre of, 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 entertainment. It's perfect. And we post a lot of similar content. Those guys are more on the, um, mean side of things. So they'll like take current events and, and relate it to Sopranos and they do it literally like geniusly, like they're amazing. Yeah. And they decided to put together this, this event and I helped them, um, you know, with promoting, cause my audience is perfect for that. Mm. And they're just good people. And, and I like working with good people. And, um, And so they basically uh, invited me on as a sponsor and I came to the event and I got to, uh, you know, I literally got to meet guys like Tony Sirico who plays Paulie Walnuts Mm -hmm. and David Proval who plays Richie and all these people that they had there. And it was just like, I knew this, like, there's people on the page that are like, can you bring this to our country or our state or do it again? And they are doing it again in August, mind you, just to put that out there. There is another Mob Movie Con slash Sopranos Con in August, if everything is-
0: In Secaucus, New Jersey again? Or are they going to change it up or- New
2: Jersey, that's at Aheras. Uh, we're, uh, right. uh, uh, yeah.
0: okay.
3: it's,
2: it's in august as of now obviously with things going on we'll see how that goes but um but it's going to be amazing to be able to do that again because that event was the first time in the years i've been doing this digitally that i put a face to the page for a lot of people that i met and it was also the first time that i got to see people's a few people's reactions in person to to being such super fans of the page i met two guys in particular uh, who were just such diehard fans of the page that I felt like, like, a, like a Brad Pitt. And, I, <laughs> and it wasn't because of how I look, but because of the content I post daily that provides them whatever it provides them, whether it be humor or, or, or uh, an emotion, you know, that day that they needed to laugh or, or whatever it was. And, and a nostalgia feeling, and um, they were just super, super appreciative for that, and it came off, like, really genuine, and, and that was the whole reason that I started doing what I did. Like, in that moment, at that con, in person, getting to see the person face-to-face, the person that basically um, is all of the people I've spoken to uh, collectively in human form, it was just like, that's what I do it for. Mm. Um, you, I could sell a million T-shirts, and it would feel great, but it wouldn't feel as good as that moment did to me. Um, I was like, I did something like with this little idea a couple of years ago that has made not just one person But many people's days over and over again And they've told me that I've gotten a lot of great messages from people even in the direct messages that tell me how much my content means to them And it's really just me sourcing it. I don't I don't make these movies I don't make these shows the real talent is the writers and the actors and the people that put all the hard work into making that content that I'm really just redistributing but my goal was to make it easy for people to find it all in one place. So like if you're into this stuff, I wanted it to be a hub or a center where you could just go and get your fix for that. And that, that was the goal. And I think I hit on it. And I'm happy I'm happy doing it, regardless of any kind of monetary or no monetary.
0: Yeah. I think that's the thing Like that people get out of, you know, when you listen to a, a song, people get this a lot with music. You listen to a song, it can literally bring you back to a, a place in time that you were in your life. This is why people take photos, because they want to remember and try and recreate like a really happy moment in their life. And the same thing with movies. We were talking about this earlier. Like, yeah, mob movies get a lot of bad shit, especially, you know, we're in Jersey. So a lot of people get like, you know, you you get kind of a bad record. But what people don't realize is that these mob movies they represent something so much deeper it's the idea of family and values and Loyalty and like I think it resonates with people so deeply and that's why they love these movies so much Like for me, I know when I watch some of these movies It literally brings me back to all the sunday dinners. I had growing up and mm-hmm. all of my family values and it's like people I think now more than ever Just really want to feel connected like somebody else gets that and like wants these core values and principles of like yeah, like this is, and that whole idea of family, like, yeah, I don't always like you, but I love you and I have respect for you. And yeah, I lived in California for three years and that was something I always said. It was like, I never felt like people there had that core value of like family ties and just like She would call me and just
1: be like, people are just aren't- There's no ride or die mentality. There's no like loyalty here. People aren't like, and we live in the tri-state area. So obviously like where we live, I mean, it's predominantly- We have a lot of Italians around here or fake Italians, but we do have like a decent amount of people that think they're Italian at least, (laughs) or have that mob mentality in a good sense. So, I mean, it's definitely different being other places. So was there any of that kind of for you, like growing up of like why that kind of, Oh, look at that. We're on the same page. Well, I was also going to tie that into, because a common theme we've been seeing with a lot of people that we've talked to is like passion. So like you're basically saying that this was a passion project. You didn't care about the money. You didn't care about anything else. It was this more passion thing for you, which we get because this is like a passion thing for but us.
2: But I, I must interject. I am also a big fan of turning your passion into a career if possible. Uh-huh. Now, I, do I think that posting uh, clips from series and stuff on Instagram is going to do that for me? No, but I do. It has brought me real life work in the sense, like I told you, I've gotten clients because it's now a portfolio for me to do social media work for brands and other niches that are nothing like what I do. And it just shows that it's given me skills as far as a number of things. I'm better at video editing. I'm better at picture editing. I'm better at understanding social media platforms as a whole, how they work for business. I'm better at understanding even things like search engine optimization and Facebook ads because I've dipped my toe in so many other things just because of this, over time, you know, first year it might have been more focused on this, and next year more focused on that. But to this day, I always am trying to get better at it, and I continuously use my page as a place to do that. So, like for example, even this week alone, the last couple of days, I've noticed my stories, you know, within Instagram, have been lacking in terms of like the type of content I want them to resemble. And so, I took the time to actually go in and, and edit some graphics, and add some music, and do a few clever things and i saw the direct result of that was a message that came in from one person your stories have been super on point this past week wow. you know, keep it up literally i mean it was the universe sending me the direct confirmation of you need to you need to fix these little things and so just little stuff like that makes me better at my, my what i want to be my profession for other people down the road and for myself and for my business mm-hmm. i enjoy helping people basically grow and, be seen and and be heard and create community in the digital space.
0: Yeah. Well, no, what people don't realize <laughs> yeah, is it's like, people don't realize social media is a full, t- I have, I've had people ask me like, Brianna, do you hire somebody to do your social media stuff? And I'm like, I would never trust somebody to do yeah. my social media stuff, but it's right. a full time job and you have such great content. Cause it's one thing to have evergreen content. Like, yes, right. it's on your whatever feed, but your story content, even like that's a lot of work. Yeah. So like, how do you kind of balance? Spend-
2: I'll even spend on like one little story slide. It could take five seconds. It could take literally 30 to 40 minutes, depending on what I'm trying to do if I mess up and the platform crashes sometimes. I mean, like there's so many. And the thing with Instagram is like, at the end of the day, these platforms really just want you to um, keep people on the platform. You you basically, if your content is keeping people's eyes glued to that platform and they're not leaving Instagram to go to Facebook or leaving Facebook to go to TikTok or whatever it might be, you are basically rewarded by being shown to more users. And that's how it works. It's a marketing platform. They want you to pay to play, but if you're not paying to play, you need to create content that keeps people on the platform so that other people do. And that's how you get organic reach. I've never once paid for a follower. I never will. Uh, every follower you see, whether it's a bot or not is because it's someone on the other end, but I've only just put out content, just put okay. out content over, Which I and, totally over,
1: respect, and, over and over. So many day. people now, like, I don't know if you know, like I work in the hair industry, so many people buy followers. And I just think it's so inauthentic and, and it's because
2: if you do it, you get banned now or your platform or your page can get taken away from you. And literally Instagram is always going to be one step ahead and they, they have enough resources to tackle these kinds of people that buy followers and do all that. And it does come back to bite them in the ass. I've seen it. So I've never done it and I never will. And, and I, and I use that bragging right very, uh,
1: you should, because should. that speaks volumes to like I'm how many followers
2: you have. I'm very, very proud of it. Yeah. And, um,
1: but, I thought we were surprised you even got back to yeah, us. Like, uh, when she no told me you got back to us, us, I was like, oh my God.
2: <laughs> i I get back to every single person, everybody, unless they're malicious or, or sending some kind of negative energy. But I get back to everybody that I can and almost everybody, period, because it's a passion of mine. Like I said, I don't. I don't do it for any other reason other than that. I, I genuinely enjoy it. I genuinely enjoy connecting with people and talking to people. I mean, I have like little best friends on there that I've never met from India, from other countries and they're their penthouse. And it's really cool. Like to just have that. And like, I'll, I might not talk to some of them for months at a time and then we'll catch up. And like, I've become really, really close with a lot of people in the digital space that I never would have imagined. and, and, and not famous people. I mean, just people like yourselves, just people like you and me, normal people. So it, um, it's been the best and most rewarding part of it if I could turn that into a career I would um, yeah. I'm not happy in the hospitality industry I don't want to do it the rest of my life um, yeah. and and I would love to somehow turn social media into a career that I can and I, speak of that I don't have a job right now the the virus has put me out of work me uh, too. Being, right most people being in hospitality there is no restaurant Cheers. There is no restaurants right now, but I actually have been looking at this as a positive. I, I, I want it to be the catalyst to the push that I needed to get out of that industry and really make moves. So um, that's really where I'm at. And that's why I said yes, because you're doing the same thing. I support people on the same path as me. And I think the more we support each other, I'm saying people that are genuinely just trying to build. Something around something that they're passionate
0: about. Yeah, like attracts yeah. like. I say that all the time. And I think now more selfishly, I think that's part of the reason we wanted to start this podcast. Yeah. Cause it's like, when would we ever get the opportunity to like just reach out? And again, I think people. I say this all the time, like advice is a form of nostalgia. I'm just a very inquisitive person in general. I love asking people questions (laughs) because a lot of the times, most of life is lived looking backwards. Mm -hmm. Advice you wish you would have heard, something you wish you would have listened to earlier, maybe if you would have heard XYZ. And so like, I'm so passionate about that, that like, that is what I care about the most. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we also
1: knew, like this is a little off topic, but we call these Tate tangents because I go on tangents, but We knew that somebody like you, like your page, like we seek out pages of people that we feel like, you know, I say homies for life. I say vibe your tribe because, like, when I'm doing hair, I sit with people so long, like three, four hours. Like, I vibe my tribe. There's certain Mm -hmm. people I want my tribe. There's certain people I don't. So we knew that just like with your content, whoever was behind this page, we would get along with because Mm -hmm. totally our vibe. Thank you,
2: thank you. That means a lot to me. It really does. That's why no, I do. Real. I mean, it from the bottom of my heart. Um, and it's, it's so it's, awesome
1: that you're such a real, legit, cool dude behind it. Like, you know, it, I'm, I'm, it really-
2: I'm just like every single follower that follows me, and that's who I am. I am my followers, and I literally am just more dedicated to building a community on social media than they are. They have lives. They have jobs that maybe are more demanding of them than I do. They have children. I, I do not. I, you know, I have. A, I have a lot more freedom to pursue that passion than others so i am not saying that to brag i am saying that because i am thankful for it and understand that just because i am able to build that community because i have the time or whatever it doesn't mean that 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 somebody else can't do the same thing and they are i have a lot of people that have reached out to me and said i started my page because of you it is a lot like my page and they're in the 20 30 40 and 50,000 follower range now well after having seen my page when i was back whenever i was and starting it and i don't get People will even ask, "Oh, do you notice this guy's doing something similar to you?" I don't mind. That's a flattering thing to me. That shows I did something right. That there's someone's trying to emulate that, and if they yep. even do better than me, then then you know, cheers to you. That that just means I need to level up. So at wow. the end of the day, and, and same with you guys. Like you're in a whole other industry. If, if all I got was from your bio that you're in the wellness industry, I don't know a whole lot, and I want to know more. So in in turn, I want to ask you a little bit more about what you do, but. <laughs> all I knew going into this was that your page was not like any of the others that reached out to me to do stuff yeah. like this. And it was very appealing to me to, to do a crossover and reach a whole new audience.
0: Well, that's a, I mean, we talk about that a lot. It's like yeah. I think the whole idea nowadays is like it is all about cross pollination. Like who else can you reach and like who maybe wouldn't get the message that somebody else maybe needs to hear? Cause I think so many of us, it's a double-edged sword. We love being able to identify with people and live in a box of like, okay, I love mob movies and so I'm gonna only follow and this these is kind my, of content. My circle and right. that's it. Or like I love health and fitness. And I, and I think but I think for a lot of people it goes back actually that comes from a place of loneliness because from a you know, a historical standpoint, we used to belong to tribes of like 150 to Mm -hmm. 200 people. And it's like, so people felt like they belonged and now people, they fight so hard to feel like they belong to a tribe. And it's like, no, we can all contribute on some level. Everybody has the same basic needs. We want to feel wanted and liked and that we have a connection. So it's like, let's just all just play nice and like have a silly goose time. And like, you know, I was joking before we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Mm -hmm. Like, and you just never know I always say you can't unlearn something. You know what I mean? Right. If you hear it one time and it resonates with you, great. You'll always have that. And it will sit deep in your cerebellum somewhere. And it will come about at the time that you need it in your life. So like, I am so passionate about that. I'm a nerd. I'm Jeez. a nutritionist. So, so. if you want to <laughs> know our backgrounds, we have two totally so different backgrounds as well. Please. Yes. Tell me. um, I mean, most of our
1: followers know this, but we've been best friends for 18 years. And through those eight, we're, we're 31. So through those eighteen years, we've literally we met here and we've gone like this. Okay. So opposite. I mean, I even to our haircut. We both graduated college. She has her masters. She's working on our doctorates now. I just have my bachelor's, but then I went to beauty school. So I'm in like the beauty industry. Brianna has we were both gonna be teachers. I was gonna teach English, she was gonna teach Spanish. She was
2: going to school for teaching here.
1: We both were. And I have an English degree. I'm the smartest hairdresser I know, but <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. And she's in the health and wellness industry. To sum it up nicely, yeah, um, okay. so one of the smartest people I know.
0: Well, I well don't know. why don't you only at, all, at, tell all your titles? Only at nutrition. What's all your titles? Right,
1: but if you're Brianna no, Elevator, we're not going to. Well, that. he needs
0: to know who you are, it's, though. I've have i have a, I've had a couple smart.
1: degrees.
2: You she's know? Like, like a holistic
0: fine. nutritionist, naturopathic. It doesn't matter.
3: You're an intelligent human being. What I I did
0: say to you actually when I reached out was that freshman year of my um, undergraduate degree, I had in my dorm room, I had a a Goodfellas (laughs) poster and a Scarface poster and and a Cinderella poster. That sums up who I am as a person. It really (laughs) My My roommate's mom was like, is your roommate? um violent and I was like no I'm just Italian so like I'm <laughs> very passionate we are person. very pa-
1: and we're very passionate about like well, you are both full Italian or part Italian no
0: I'm part Italian I'm mostly You're Italian. Mostly yeah. Italian. Like, my brother's actually half. my brother's really into genealogy he found our family in like Pietro <laughs> de Fuse like we went there he speaks Italian yeah. like it was a whole thing it was so, really like, cool for like, me it was a journey like, really, they went on was yeah. so it was dope. really magical for me have you been to Italy
2: no, nah, not yet. And I, I actually am slated to go next year for a wedding. Uh, and I'm obviously going to make a trip out of it. But that's obviously, given everything's okay. But I can't wait. It will be my first time. And I'm ecstatic. Do you know
0: what part of Italy, like, your family roots are from?
2: Oh, yeah. On my father's side, I do. On my mother's side, which I didn't know I had any Italian whatsoever until, like, a year or less ago. They, they all did, like, a, a one of those DNA things online and found out we have Italian in our blood on both sides. So I was, like, super stoked about that. I was, like, yes. The- more Italian than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it, I was like, why not? More Italian is always good. But um, I thought it was only on my father's side. But um, he, they come from uh, Avellino. That
0: That's the, where I'm from. Oh my oh God. Oh Sorry. That's going to be really loud on the playback. But Avellino, so.
1: Oh <laughs> I can't fucking hear out of my left ear now. Yes. But it's fine. It's honestly, fine.
0: so like Avellino and then like the town we're Jesus. from is Pietro de Fusi. Like if you go and you see there's Diorio signs, like it's. Yeah. And her last name is, it was Diorio, right? Yeah. Like the way they but had it honestly, written. I wouldn't. It's like
3: where the where family was from.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. I know. I will put you in contact. So my brother, again, because he's, no, because my brother is very into genealogy. And he he No, he found the town historian of the guy who's like basically in charge of Avelino. His name is Florindo. He's the most, he's like an earth angel, an Italian earth angel. I will put you guys in contact. He was giving us like these tours of these places of Italy you would never go and there was honestly no. very excited. Because there was no more magical feeling in my life than going and being with my brother in my, where your people are from right, it right. Is really dope. and seeing my people with like the hand gestures and the loudness and the aggression like and it just like it made me feel so who i was like so connected, i right. yes mm-hmm. so connected it's so. a
1: solidifying feeling knowing where you come from absolutely absolutely yeah, that's
2: just part of my that's just part of my my heritage but it's a big part of it and i and it's a, also a big part of it because of the connection to the films that i like such as the mm-hmm. godfather where they did film on location over there and, and you just got to see it. And you, I've always wanted to go since I got into it. It
1: is movie. beautiful. You definitely should get on. We were supposed to go this summer, yeah. but you should totally, I mean, it's amazing.
0: Was there one film in particular that really resonated with you that you were just like, this one really speaks to my soul that like made you, maybe kickstart everything for you? you know,
2: the Godfather Part One. I had, um, my dad had a, when I was about 13, The Sopranos was just getting popular on the air, maybe season one, season two, I'm not sure. And and my dad was a big uh, he collects a lot of stuff. And at one point in time, he was really big into collecting movies. And at the time, there was no DVD players, these were VHS. So
3: Uh
2: he had a very, very, very large VHS collection, and and it included a lot of mob films. Like I have the original VHS for Goodfellas, the Godfather trilogy, all three, they're double, double VHSs. I have the um VHS for Gotti from HBO that came out in '96. Um, I have a couple of those. And so those are literally, I would be bored and I on a weekend or something as a kid and I'd look at all his movies and I, I, I remember seeing The Godfather and just noticing it stand out amongst all his other films because it was the only one that I can vividly remember having a double VHS cassette in one thing. And there was a total of six VHSs. So I was like, this is a really long trilogy. I don't I want to watch this, but I, I it, just some old guy holding a cat on, on the cover. But I was like totally into the Sopranos on, at the time. And I wasn't allowed to watch it. My mom did it when I was like, oh, maybe I was 12. I might've been a little younger. And my, 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 my mom didn't care for me to watch it because she knew what The Sopranos was, but my dad always watched it and he didn't really care. So <laughs> I'd go in my room and I'd watch it while my dad would watch it in another room and we'd hear, I'd hear it in the other room and, and, and my mom would be in her room and then at the end we would come out and kind of like quietly discuss the episode together and it was always like a really fond memory of mine. But getting into that show at the exact same time that I happened to discover or around the same time that I happened to discover his VHS collection and put in The Godfather was really the catalyst to me being obsessed with this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it turned into me going to Blockbuster every other week and and looking in the drama section for any mob looking films I could find on VHS that looked remotely similar to these type of movies. So I'd rent like, not Goodfellas because I had it, but I would rent like, um, uh, I don't know, Carlito's Way and A a Bronx Tale. And and if I couldn't rent it, I I, know I had it available to me at the time. I saw all these movies on VHS. I I get A Bronx Tale, Wannabe's, um, just a whole bunch of them that were available to me at the time. and, And it just sucked me in. And then eventually I discovered like message boards when I was like in my younger teens, when message boards were a little more popular. And there was a Godfather message board where you literally could just go there and discuss this shit with people left and right. I thought that was the coolest. (laughs) Like look
0: at my tracksuit today, guys, and my pinky ring.
2: (laughs) It wasn't even posting photos photos of yourselves. It was like (laughs) sharing topics about the movies and discussions about characters and all that. And I was like, this is so cool that other people like this the way I do. And I was a kid, you know, and having fun with the internet. But it didn't, it never materialized in anything beyond that until my 30th birthday, Uh basically, Uh when I decided to listen to Gary Vee and and say, fuck it, I'm going to, I'm going to put my passion onto social media and just see what the fuck happens. Now,
1: do you think that your nostalgia for like films, because obviously we have like an, there's a nostalgia that resonates with this. Do you think it comes from just, um, you know, watching them when you were younger or do you think it comes, do you have like any moments like in childhood where you experienced kind of similar things like the good stuff from the mafia movies like
0: a Sunday dinner like a Sunday, well Sunday dinner
1: or just like the loyalty like was your family like that because I resonate with that a lot more a lot of, a lot of people do. I get that I get that from a lot of people
2: that the that the, that the, like even to go on what you're saying if you remember the Sopranos episode where he'll tell meadow you know in this house it's it's 1954 out there it's you know i
1: remember all of it freshly because i just finished there okay. you go
2: and so and so that's kind of what i think you're talking about is that these shows bring back people to a different time in their lives and and yes it does i mean i don't like i said i didn't grow up in an all-italian family so it wasn't like we had these big italian sunday dinners all the time however we were when i was younger and everyone still lived in the surrounding areas we were very close family and I still had that group community of sense of community of family and doing things together. We always did things together, vacations and all, you know stuff like that. So, so even when you hear things like in Goodfellas, you know, like, like when she's talking about how we always did everything together, you know. We it's never,
0: normal. I didn't know anything, didn't anything else. else.
1: else. <laughs> exactly. But it is. We were talking about that today, like about our Sunday dinners. You don't know anything today, else. and we we're like, you know, talking about. I said to her, "I said, you know, through this whole quarantine shit, because you can't see people, right? I realized, like." who do I want at my dinner table on Sundays? Like I want to host Sunday dinner every Sunday and who do I want there? And those people, the first people that come to my mind, that's like who it's about, you know? I mean, and I think like the whole Sunday dinner vibe, obviously it comes from, I think the Italian culture, everybody does dinners, but
0: Sunday dinner. That's why I can never get full on Sundays. Cause it's just my yes. childhood memories of just being a food marathon all day. <laughs> my dad cooking all he day. He used to cook all day Red for wine us and just feed us all day. Really? Think
2: about this, at, at, on Sundays from so many years, and, it, and now that I'm thinking about it, talking to you, it does become more vivid. You you have to think, The Sopranos aired on Sunday nights at 9, 9 p.m. It was the perfect time, and they know that, for a primetime show because people are done with their day's activities. They're probably already home and showered, but they're not quite ready for bed, and they're ready to wind down and watch some television before they go. Yeah. But I'm not saying like, if you remember Sunday nights or that night and you would, you would, I remember vividly when, even though I couldn't watch it with my dad, because sometimes I did when I got older in the later seasons, get to eventually go out in the living room and sit with them and watch it. But, but when I was younger, I, you know, you remember mom cooking, you smell the food and the show's getting ready to come on. You know, it's that, you know, you've eaten already maybe, and you're settling down and it's that seven, you know, to eight thirty time frame. And then the show comes on and you're ready to just like veg out and totally focus on what's in front of you and it would just suck you in and it made every sunday night worth looking for you couldn't you couldn't binge back then there was no binging you waited every week for the show to drop a new episode and you got a little teaser that would make you giddy and like leap off the couch when you were done watching and because you couldn't wait for next sunday and that's part of the nostalgia i think you're talking about it's not it's the dinners it's the families it's the camaraderie it's a lot of that but it's also just the nostalgia in general of whatever whatever time Whatever time you had in your life when you experienced these, so the '90s will always be the best decade to me. Yeah. Um, I'm born in '86. I'm 33. So I'm, I was I'm born a, in '88.
1: So we're <laughs> all the same.
2: October baby, I'm a Libra. I don't know if you guys. Do <laughs> November right. baby, Aquarius.
3: Yeah. Very nice. Oh.
2: So, so I, I just, I, I have fond memories uh, growing up with just Sundays and that, and it totally resonates with me. I totally get where you're going with that.
0: Okay. So you it probably falls on both of them then. And I think that's, like, that's kind of goes back to the whole thing of like, I think there, it resonates with people on both spectrums. You could be the mm-hmm. people who have that family tie and family value. And like I said, for me during this quarantine, I watched Goodfellas. I think of, my dad grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey and Newark. Like that was literally his backyard. Like he, that was where he played. And that was my yeah. christening. It's all the guineas from Northern Jersey. The christening Jersey. video looks like. Literally. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like the Supreme, like, <laughs> like with the white <laughs> jackets and the black socks, you know, but then yeah. it's also, I think the other end of it where people who maybe didn't have that upbringing mm-hmm. where they can see those core values. Or maybe I'm, even long for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Of, of family ties, of loyalty, of that omerta. muerta. Like, you don't talk about shit. You keep your mouth shut. You don't fucking rat on your friends. Like, all that shit. And I think people... Nowadays, more than ever, are longing for that. And again, that's part of the reason when I didn't want to live in California anymore. I was like, I just can't connect with people. People don't have that vibe out here. That ride or die mentality. Where, yeah, people in New Jersey and the East Coast and even Florida, there's a lot of people like transplants, There's a lot of transplants, they especially think, where you this live.
1: This is the fifth borough. Don't get it. <laughs> it really. A
3: lot of people
1: down here I, from I, I, or New York.
3: I, I was down. down there
1: like two, three years ago after a really massive issue up here with an ex whatever. But my uncle took me, they were just taking me around. Cause I was like a sad puppy. So he took me to my one, my little cousin. He was like eight, a birthday party. So I walk in, it's fucking July. It's hot as fuck out. <laughs> I walk in and, and all these people have on Yankee hats. And I'm like, my uncle's from New York originally. I'm like, where are these people from? They're all, the whole fucking house. There's like 50 people there. Everyone's from Staten Island. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
2: Yeah. It's there's
3: like,
1: just transplanted into this house. Yeah. So I mean, I
2: people down here from New York and they'll ask me, yeah. they'll, say, they'll say, where are you from? And I'll say, I'm right from here. And they're always shocked. Like, Oh, really? Give off a vibe like you're from New York, and I'm like, I don't have a, a New York accent, I don't talk like that. You don't uh-huh. talk like a New talk York, York. Oh, i I, an an alley. I, like that. I could do it if I really had to. I figure it <laughs> out. <But> I really
0: <laughs> don't. Have don't have a pseudonym. Name? Do you have a fake Italian? We have, we have Car- when I when I start drinking a lot of wine, yeah. eating a lot of canola, I'm Carmela Canali, and she's got a great accent. I really
2: like that. Um, no, I just
0: uh, now you got to work on. No, it. I
2: don't have one. No, uh, I, people have called me either by my first name or they will just shorten it and call me Jay. But that's it. I don't have mm-hmm. a.
0: You're gonna, was, to, well, when you you're gonna have, have for, to come up. Yeah, with when a, you come well, for, um, you know, you just you just set, you just
2: planted the seed though. So now yeah, I have to come need up.
0: One. We're gonna then, only we're refer gonna to one. you one. as that. So you let us know. We want a gold. Be good you start then. drinking or like a little accent comes. Okay, out. So I have.
2: Okay, no, we're not gonna go with that one. I'm not <laughs> even gonna say that. No, we'll I
0: think. Well, no, what is it? Let's just, open table it. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta like listen. You gotta. We'll think of something. Okay. But we also are going to need either like I'm these thinking, are your options. You can wear um, a gold chain, <laughs> a pinky ring, or a tracksuit. Because this, like, I know you all can't see this video. He's but got it's- a crystal. You have a crystal. Oh, a a okay. okay. A okay. Gold okay. Gold, need the a yeah, we need. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to tap into more of it. Once you go to Italy, you're going to come back and you'll be like, "Hey guys, hey, hey, morning. how you doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Get the fuck out of here."
1: You, well actually? So have you been to Have you been to New York?
2: Yes, a few times. Yes. So you've driven past the
1: sign when it says "forget about it" when you're going into Queens. You've like seen these signs. I'm almost
2: positive I've seen that. I've been to Queens, so yes, I'm almost positive. I've seen that right after you... you
1: come off the Verrazano, there's a sign that says "forget about yeah. it." I probably F-U-G-G. have a picture of it. I just
2: probably have a picture of it on my phone. It's been a few years since I've been, and it's been a few years since I've been to that area. But I've been I've only been to New York maybe like. Three or four times. It's not like a
0: whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, next there. time you're in the East, in the Tri-State we're gonna have area.
2: to,
1: we're, we're get, gonna take yeah. you on a Jersey. We tour. actually had another guest that has a restaurant in yeah, Queens. Queens. It's called Queen Restaurant, it's, actually, and it's been there for like 43 40. or 44 years. It's a family-owned okay. restaurant, and they make everything from scratch. So maybe we'll do a little meetup, a, a little, mob
0: we'll meet do a up. little will do a little food. Next time you're in the Tri-State um, area, we'll let us know thing because thing. we would love to give you. A tour. I
2: appreciate that. I I hope to be there in August for the event, but we'll see. We'll I know we're canceling
0: stuff left and right, so... And where you, I know, like, Secaucus and Nork is, like, the armpit of New Jersey. So we'll and show I you live, some like, 20 minutes area. from Secaucus. So, Wait, so
2: neither, neither of you got to go to Sopranos Con in November? No.
0: Oh. When I wanted to go, none of my friends were into Sopranos enough. You weren't into it yet. Like, yeah. I, you know, so, like, this next year she'll come. But gotcha. Gotcha. I wasn't into it I think that's how I found your page, maybe, actually, or something, because I was following it, or whatever, and I don't know. I feel like that's maybe how I found your page, but... I did a
2: post on it and I had, like, where I, where I was fortunate enough to post some pictures I got with some of the actors and stuff yeah. and i shared a little bit about the experience in the caption and that that was actually a really it did well that post it was um like our good engagement people really resonated with that because it was like the ones that couldn't be there got to feel a little bit of like what it was like through me i guess and and i hope i was able to provide them some some content towards that because when i was there i remember like going live and like having them watch uh dominic you know sing uh jr it was actually like doing a a performance and it was um it was awesome. It was just a moment that I was happy to be able to stream to a bunch of people that would want to see it just as badly but couldn't be there.
0: Yeah. And you know what? This um, Pussy from The Soprano started a sauce company and whatever and he's like, they're based out of, I want to say, it's, it's probably not Queens. It's, one, it's somewhere in no, New York. Yeah. But they started a whole sauce company and whatever else. So I mean, the next time you're up here, you definitely got to like, go so check that out
2: too so absolutely to absolutely i would love to that would be awesome now,
0: i just have a
1: question like kind of it's it's and then we'll get into personal rapid question question
0: so we can do you okay.
1: think you're gonna start to like reveal who you are and how do you feel like because you are pretty big in social media and obviously you know a lot about it do you think that's going to change gears for you and turn this into more of like maybe I don't know, some more business opportunities? Do you think like the Consulting face is funding. what you need to bring to, like, do you think people need to see you to maybe do brand and corporations and stuff?
2: Yes, hundred um, percent. I've been torn on that for a long time and I listen to Gary all the time. And I, I'll always come back to Gary because he's been a big influence on me doing all this. So I, I always pay homage where it's due. Um, and, and there's one piece of advice he gives people all the time about being more, not even just my face, but like my voice, like even on podcasts, you know? Because podcasting was another option that I really wanted to get into and allows you to do it without necessarily being on camera front center, you know, yeah. but, but even that was something I was like second guessing, like, what do I talk about? How do I keep, you know, and, and you second guess yourself and it's fear at the end of the day, we'll call it what it is. But, um, but it's also, it's, it stems from good. It stems, you know, it's fear. That's not like, Oh, I'm so afraid to show my face because what, what people think a certain thing about me, that's not really what it is. It's more like, like, I just want to make sure that I have value to offer my audience. And I know I do in the form of the content I share. I just don't know that I do in going more into detail about who I am because I'm not what most people probably think because they have never seen or heard from me. And maybe, like, old that, dude. maybe that works in it's my like- group <laughs> but maybe it doesn't yeah. work in my favor. But it doesn't work in my favor. It doesn't work in my favor that I don't show my face when it comes to branding and deals like that, yeah. because I haven't been able to connect with a lot of companies that I know I could benefit. For example, I have a very large audience, but not just a very large audience. A very large uh, uh, audience that is very niche. So not only do they like my movies, I have people like actors and, and and doctors and lawyers and musicians and you name it following the page. People from all walks of life. So it's broad enough, but. It is primarily men, obviously. the women demographic is there, but I have the stats that will show me the percentage of it is male and and it's males you know, between the ages of twenty something to forty fifty something, you know and there's a lot of stuff you could if you're a brand market to that audience. it could be beer, it could be men's clothing and suits. it could be sunglasses, it could be cigars. it could be so many things that you could reach with my audience and it would still be on brand now I wouldn't sit here and like, Advertise uh, a yoga ball and, and a yoga mat on my page because it wouldn't resonate with my audience. So I'm not just going to sell out and sell, try to sell anything to my audience because that's yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, it's it's not something I'm about. So if you have a product that I think my audience would actually get use of or enjoy, like cigars, like glasses, like suits, like men's shoes, like things like that, and I only I only know this. I only know this because I've been reached out to by people who have requested it or asked where they can get it. And so I've tried the affiliate marketing thing very briefly with Amazon, tried to like give them a a place where they could purchase things like that through Amazon. And maybe I get a small, small fee from it. It just didn't, it wasn't for me. It it wasn't something that panned out for me and I didn't go forward with it, but I would be interested in connecting with brands who Mm -hmm. can benefit by being seen in front of my audience. But back to my point, Not showing my face makes it difficult for those brands to commit to me because they just see the content. They don't see a person. And being able to market, you really do need to put a face to your brand.
0: I think that's what it is too. We had somebody on who basically his whole thing is like he's in the fitness industry and he's basically built a whole following around him as a his brand is him as a person, you know? And like people, I think again, at the end of the day, you want to feel like you belong to something or that you're feeling seen and heard. And I think that's what people, you know, like, so. 100%.
2: It's just, it's scientifically proven. People connect better when they can see a face and resonate and understand who they're, who they're dealing with. And, and, um, I think the reason I'm so Lucky to have been as successful as I am on social is because, and I've gotten this again. I don't say this because I'm I'm just saying, and I say because I've gotten the feedback from the people that follow my page, and multiple, multiple, multiple times, where they'll say you're one of the only pages that answers back. You're one of the only people that actually conversates and I answer back and forth. It's not like one little response and forget it. I I will talk to you for a long time, even if it's not right away. I'll get back to you. So um, I've been very good about that. A lot of that comes from my customer service background and being. At one point, the face of a brand behind the scenes doing emails and live chats and phone calls. It was basically a call center on steroids. And <laughs> I, had to I had to communicate with customers on on a phone and in an email and in live chat simultaneously. So it, it, yeah. it had me multitasking. It had me learning. It had me communicating. And it made me really uh, conscious of like answering everything and being prompt and treating it like a business, even if it's not a business.
3: Yeah. Having logo,
2: branding communicating building community that people will evangelize and talk about and spread the word about and doing it consistently not for a week not for a month like every day all the time like like I remember my dog died at one point in time years ago and I was devastated that was like my son and I kept posting like I just kept putting content out I didn't stop like yes. I might I might miss a 24 hour period I might post once a day or I might post 10 times a day but it's been every day for almost 40 years now. So it's consistent. You don't
0: realize how it's literally it's a, full-time a full-time job. hundred percent.
2: You can't do it unless you have time to commit. It's, it's it's disgusting. If you look at the screen time on my phone, it'll tell you how long I'm on Instagram and on my phone. And it's disgusting. I mean, my significant other asked me to check it the other day. She <laughs> You realize you're on your phone a lot, right? And I'm like, I know. Also,
0: it goes back to passion. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the whole thing is you have to my, almost like what you do because it's like that's what you would be doing in your free time. My
2: whole, like, my whole dream is to be able to do anything I want basically from the device in my hands, which they have made possible with technology, and to do it with a topic or something I'm passionate about. And I'm doing that. The dollars, they come, they go. That's great. It doesn't matter to me. I'm doing that. I've been able to communicate with people using a little – thing in my hand that I can, I can literally just have an idea right now on my patio while I, while I typically do and mm. share it with people and instantly i mean i'll check and it's not again it's not bragging it's just being thankful that i can i can refresh my feed within six minutes of posting something and see like 800 likes or a thousand likes and people That's actually right. commenting on it and, you know, sharing awesome. thoughts and opinions and it, oh yeah it, it blows my mind to this day because you have to remember there's many years that went into this where i would refresh my feed and not see anything or yeah. see, one, yeah. see one, one like a day but i was always like thankful huh. for that one like thankful for that one follow and to this day, I have people that have been following me since I started. To this day, I actually remember when I, I don't follow a lot of people back, and it's not a, it's not a, a, a vain thing. It's really just an algorithmic thing. It's it's you play you can't play the follow for follow game. They'll they'll ban you and shadow ban you. You won't be seen. It'll it'll make your content really uh, buried basically. And and I don't play that game. Not to mention, I'm on there for work most of the time, and work is is DMing and posting content. It's not it's not really indulging in as much content. So. So and people don't realize that though, I'll get hit up all the time. Can you follow me back? And I'm like, I promise you it's business only. I would love to follow you back. But if I did that for every person that asked, I'd be following thousands of people and it would really make my page less visible to people in the yeah. long run. And I wouldn't be able to digest the right content and, and engage with the right content for my brand. So mm-hmm. I figured I should get that out there because that's important so that people know it's not a personal thing. And like, I'm not like, oh, I'm so cool. I can't follow people. It's really strictly business and that's to quote michael Corleone. Yeah, i was gonna
0: say it's literally not personal <laughs> it's business like it's literally just strictly business.
2: business so, so there's it. and then as long as people get that but i'm always down to have a conversation and shoot the shit with the people on there because that's why i started the community.
1: yeah well honestly i think if you do decide to like you know start working more with brands and stuff i feel like while you were talking about all that i really just felt like a homie vibe and i feel like you'll probably do really well with like smaller brands and people who are just as passionate as you are um and like legit homegrown italian brands whether it be like sauce companies pasta companies whatever 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 it is but i think you're animal print do do really well whatever the whole premise behind like the mafia honestly is like Home, loyalty, and family, and loyalty, and the whole premise behind having like a homegrown business is home, family, and loyalty. So I think, I think you should totally go. I like
2: through. that. I appreciate that insight. Do do you're, I think you're right. And uh,
1: and I was actually that's funny
2: because this and you've got the look. By the way, We do have. To look. Let's
1: just clear that up real quick. You got like the Christopher look. But you got your eyebrows done <laughs> you know, no, no you don't, I don't I don't do these. It doesn't matter, but I mean I don't don't do have, I'm trying to give our listeners I get, I get rid of this, I don't do yes. these. Yeah. But Christopher had the you know, the shit. Yeah, I get rid
2: of the I get rid of the unibrow. I can't have the unibrow. No. So I would have one if I didn't. Unibrow. Yeah. But, but
1: you do have a look your for a brand. Throw a fucking suit on you, you're good to go. Not I mean, I could, be, I, I could be
2: like a, a, like I could look like you, a blonde woman, and people would be totally thrown off.
0: Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, No, you have the look. You were thrown off by me a little bit already. We so were. We were. We were <laughs> I literally was expecting pussy, basically, from this. What well, I was like, dude, this guy's going to have like, a guinea tee and a gold chain on. He's going to be like 70 pounds overweight. And he's going to be like a homie. And that's fine. Did I called not my dad. And I was like,
1: dad we have the guy that like created mafia chronicles coming on and I'm pretty sure it could be someone that might've been in jail and he's so now. funny. So my dad's so like, funny. it might be. I was like, I'll let you know. See, you like can't... we literally, we had this whole vision set up you. Yeah. and then you come on and we're like, Oh, <laughs> I
2: need to really think about this before I put my face out there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No,
2: no, no. no, no, no. I will, I will always you? be myself. At the end of the yeah. day, I'll always be authentic. I, I I don't have it in my bones to be anybody but that. It doesn't work for me. It'll come mm-hmm. off very inauthentic. It, people are not stupid. They will sense it out. So,
1: But I think that's perfect though for the the, the niche that you're in. Yeah. Because that's, that's what people resonate. That's right? what this whole, so the whole thing. Well, I get
2: what you're saying because there's such, the, the, the biggest interest to me in doing all this has always been one thing. It's why are we into these, Characters in these movies, when yes,
1: and
2: and, and 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 a lot of it comes back to what you were saying with the family and the nostalgia. We've touched on a lot of the good stuff. Yeah, you know there's a lot of bad stuff that we see in these movies: the violence, the betrayal, the yeah. the, the, the backstabbing, the ratting, the, these other negative things that do stem from that genre. And it 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 really just makes me because I'm really independently into psychology I don't study it or anything but I like mm-hmm. social psych and psychology and the human mind and I'm very fascinated by how we as human beings work and yeah. um it's always been fascinating to me like I've always thought like what's wrong with me like mm-hmm. why do I like these things
1: we like it too so and,
2: and, and I think a little bit and like I've read I've read interviews and in magazines and on other podcasts and things where people will kind of dip into this topic and a lot of it I think just stems from like same reason people liked cowboy movies and Indian movies mm-hmm. back in the day and they root for the bad guy the Clint Eastwood character it's almost like you live vicariously through them because part of you is like everyone has I don't want to use certain words because I'm not a I'm not a religious or spiritual person by nature I'm very just open-minded to everything and everyone and I'm willing to like digest everything and then interpret it however I want but I yeah. don't have like a, a one mantra or thing I can just share with somebody that I personally feel so I'm open to everything, but. I do think that we all have a good and bad side to us
3: yeah. and
2: innately. And um, and I do believe certain situations and circumstances bring out those good and bad sides. And I do believe that if I was born in a different place or a different time or a different circumstance, I would be a completely different person to an extent. And mm. some of those bad qualities that we all possess, I think, come out when given a certain hand in life. And I never, I'm always empathetic at the end of the day, even when it comes to certain people you really shouldn't be but but I think that everyone is born just like everyone else a baby who is innocent and comes into this world unknowing of what they're going to be or become and a lot of circumstances are at play there whether it be genes or location or family or things that happen to people I understand that and I'm you know very aware of that and I'm just always empathetic to even people that aren't deserving of it because I think that everyone is deserving of it and I think that there's good in everyone and bad in everyone. And you'll even see that in these shows and in these movies. You'll see, even in real life, guys like Al Capone giving to the homeless and being really generous with that community and that and those people during a really tough time. Um, but at the same time, he was able to hire people to do some really bad things. And um, according, you know, allegedly. But um,
0: yeah. But, uh, of life you know but what i, I mean think there's but he also- was
2: born in a different time he was born in a different place he was dealt a different hand and those things mold you at the end of the day i know i would be a different person if i was given a different hand and i'm not naive or oblivious to that and so i don't judge i never have i never will and i think that we all can resonate with having that little inkling inside of us that says like i I, I get a good feeling seeing some of those things, but I would never want to actually do yeah. them. It, it's just a release. It's just a, just like music is a release. People will say hip-hop, NWA, back in the day, or even today, other rap artists are, or video games even are a bad influence on the mind or on culture or make people violent, but they don't. They're a release, and they probably keep people from being more violent because they're able to experience it vicariously through others and not actually go out and act on it. You know, they can play the video game and get that release. They can watch the fellas or the Godfathers and get that release if that's what it does for them. But for others, it's the community. For other, you know, whatever it is for you, no judgment. You know, it just resonates it a lot.
1: Also goes with you being empathetic, though, too, and empathetic in ways that like maybe people wouldn't want to admit like i'll admit sometimes you watch these these movies and the, or, or these shows like the sopranos or boardwalk empire and you're like almost like you get why they do some of the bad things you're still so disgusted
2: by it
3: right
1: like, understand it and you in your mind you're you like feel bad for them. well maybe they shouldn't do that but like i understand why he is doing it so like,
2: think of a specific it. instance where you'll actually be a little disgusted with the action so like in the sopranos there's an episode where they go you've seen all of it right
1: well, like, the, the episode that comes to my head, because it's one of the more recent ones, too, is when he kills Christopher.
2: There you go. And that's... And and,
1: that's spoiler uh, spoiler uh, alert for anybody listening. Uh, yeah, because he's to like, everybody <laughs> If they haven't watched The Fucking Sopranos by now... Yeah, I mean, right,
2: by now, forget it. Like, I, for I,
3: I was disgusted myself, about But it. when he kills
1: Christopher, I'm like, it's what the it. fuck, Tony? What are you doing? But not even that. Because
2: you
0: fact, I was that.
2: like... Uh, no, you're not. No, you're not. Continue. I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. No,
0: I'm sorry. We cut people we off of all people the time. All time. and It's
2: like something we're trying to work on. I get on. excited and I do it too. And so would, we're, we're a work in progress together. Don't worry. Don't worry. And sometimes there is a it's loud an Italian, Italian thing. thing. <laughs>
0: it's an Italian thing. What's the fuck? You got to talk loud and fast over people our we'll like podcast. Like, you you that shut that the, the
2: fuck up, Christy. Shut told, the fuck up. I, I told my friend, I said, before I do this, I got to like remember to slow down because I talk No,
0: no, no.
2: But
1: I appreciate that you understand that. That's, like, a perfect example of it. Like, I understand why, and I get why he did it, but I was so mad that he did it, but I get it.
2: But that instance you do get because it's a business thing for him, and it was somebody that was in in that world with him. But think about this. Think about the instances like the scenario where Paulie and Christopher go to the restaurant, and he, and he, makes, them pick, he makes them pick up the tab, and they don't mm. tip the waiter, and he comes outside, and that poor guy is like, I got a goddamn family to feed, and they, yeah. just, and they just kill him right there because he decided to – they throw a rock at him. He had a seizure they just finished the job. So it's one of those things where like, you don't, you don't watch as any empathetic human being and feel bad for Paulie or Chris, you feel bad for the waiter. Yeah. You go bad for the waiter in that scene. So it's, it's, you do have scenes like that where you're like, why do I like these guys? But then there's other scenes where you're like, I love their characters. I resonate with them completely. Yeah. I would be best friends with them. But then you're also watching them do that. And you're like, I would not want to be you know, associated with that. That's you know kind of harsh. But, but, uh, but that's, the, that's the interest. That's where the fascination lies with me. It's like, why are we into these characters and these movies and these themes? And again, not just with movies, but video games and music okay. and other things that are basically ingrained in our culture. And we always have been. I think we always will be. Why do we like Why do we like watching UFC fights? Why do we like watching people beat the shit out of each other? Because it's entertaining and we're animals innately and we have that in us. Yes. It's there. So I don't care what you say. We all have a little bit of rage, a little bit of anger and a little bit of angst and and you may not act it out the same because we're afraid of jail, afraid of uh, breaking morals or because it's just not in our nature, but we still feel those feelings. And so, it, you know, it's just a release. It's just entertainment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, there is real characters out there doing those things, but that's for another, you know, time and place. And what
0: Mafia know- um character do you feel like resonates most with your soul or is like maybe an alter ego of yourself that you're just like, maybe you learned a lot of lessons? Like I love Sonny from a Bronx tale, like I think he's oh. so wise. Like I love him, you know, like who's yeah. like one of your favorite?
2: That's a great character, actually. I, I, My favorite character of all time, if it's not Tony Soprano, because we have so much time with him over the yeah. years, mm-hmm. he has an unfair advantage because in the movies you get so many hours with him. We got years. Yeah. So you felt like you grew up with him and his family. So he's, yeah. an unfair, he's an unfair advantage, but I would definitely go with him as far as like not resonating with him, but him being my favorite character. The one that I would say is my favorite overall and the one I, I, I guess I see the appeal in is Michael Corleone because he was such yeah. a he was not only was that the movie that got me into all this, but he was such an innocent character, at least early on in the film where mm-hmm. he comes home from war and, and he's very different from everybody in his family. He's the outcast. He's the black sheep. Even, even with Fredo being Fredo, he's the black sheep. Yeah. And, Cause Michael was just that guy and he went off and did his own thing. And, and, and then he eventually comes back when he sees his family is in harm's way. And his dad had the attempt on his life that he is needed to step in and be there for his family and i just resonate with that because like i don't care how good a person i am if you fuck with my family i'll kill you and i don't and i'll say that that but
1: that's like our vibe too and that's like
2: that's the mob vibe i'm the nicest guy in the world like i wish no harm on any human being but if you fuck with somebody i love and care about yeah, i like, don't care, it's well, over. care. It's over, like, over. You can attack me all
0: you <laughs> I want to might not win i might yeah. not be
2: successful but no but like we're, say, we're all about one like, thing trucks, about my family you're
0: but, fucking dead yeah, yeah you're, dead so so you're dead
3: to me And
2: regardless of what happens to me like if that happens i i move i black out and that's it so oh, yeah you know, we like, got it we all, have, we all have that innately in us i think at least fans of this genre and <laughs> And so you resonate with it, you know, good people or normal people or everyday people still have to, uh, to express themselves. And it's through, like I said, it's through music and movies and video games and whatever avenue that it is for them. It's exercise, it's wellness, it's a lot yeah. of them. people go to the gym, they, they hit things physically and hard and have angry faces when they do it, but they're not malicious. They're not mean. They're just yeah. getting yeah. out there, getting out their yeah. human nature. You're just being human. That's it
0: okay so we're gonna do some rapid fire questions and then ready? we can let everybody tell you can tell everybody where they can find you and all that good stuff so we might
1: have to bring you on for a second episode yeah, this too is just like, I mean, or once, maybe we'll do like a live vlog at the soprano con or yeah, like something here, like that you start asking me fucking
0: questions i'm this like i don't who even know I am what the as fuck a you're person. Person. talking about this is like basically this is who this is like her on a first this seat. is not this is i was gonna say this is not even me on a podcast that's actually part of the reason we started this podcast like literally and like, i say like this that's the running joke with people like all all of my first dates are marathon dates because I will like literally ask questions like this and it's like okay oh, because probably I'm single but that's fine that's like, <laughs> nothing wrong with
2: that
3: we'll but talk anyhow. about that on another okay episode. so rapid
0: fire so it's like whatever just comes to your mind first are you ready are you excited I'm excited and ready both okay would you rather marry Karen Hill or ginger from casino Karen Hill I hate ginger good answer um Charmaine Buco or Carmella
2: I will go with Carmela she's yeah. rider die.
0: yeah she okay. is she's a badass bitch Favorite, would you say Martin Scorsese or Francis Ford Coppola?
2: Martin Scorsese. Francis made my favorite movie of all time, but Martin's made a collection of movies that I adore just more than the collection of Francis. Great answer. Okay,
1: so, well, I think we know this, but which Godfather was your favorite?
2: Godfather Part One,
0: easily. Classic. Okay. Um, This is a very important question. Some pulp or regular OJ? I'm no pulp. Oh, oh, Tony would not be happy, but okay, good to
2: know. I'll throw you that curveball. Yes, no fault.
0: You heard it here first. Okay. Goodfellas yeah. or Bronx Tale? Oh.
2: Goodfellas, easy. Yes, and I love and I love a Bronx Tale. Don't get me wrong, but Goodfellas is neck and neck with The Godfather's for me. Part one and two are still number one and two, and then Goodfellas is number three for me.
0: Could not okay. agree more. Okay, who's a who's uh more iconic? Henry Hill or Sam Ace uh, Rothstein?
2: Rothstein uh, from Casino, for sure, I would say. His his attire alone just garners him that much more attention. He has some amazing suits in that movie.
0: So good. Rob De Niro or Joe Pesci?
2: I'm going Joey.
0: Oh! (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is your favorite role that Joe Pesci plays? Because I feel like the Irishman, he really killed it. It was very different. I
2: I was super... Uh, impressed by his performance in The *Irishman*, he was my favorite in that movie by far. And I love Pacino and De Niro, but he—he uh, he was my favorite. He stood out. Um, favorite role—it probably still has to be Tommy, just because from *Goodfellas*. Because there's so many things in that movie that he did that were like that's—that's that's Joe Pesci in a nutshell. If you're like you're gonna stereotype him. That's—that's that's his stereotypical character. Even though he's very good actor and can do a lot of different things, I think, and he's way more talented than people probably we'll even give him credit for as far as like being able to do things outside of the genre. But that character, I think like a, is like the epitome of who he is.
0: That's a wild one for sure. This is one of Christie's. This question resonates. I'm a cheese, cheese bitch. She's
1: So cheese bitch. So Burrata or Brianna put or Mozzarella.
2: Mo- mozzarella.
1: Really? Have you had burrata? Have you had a good burrata? I'm with
2: I, I have, but it's been some time, and I and, and and I ate the other much more, so I'm gonna have to go with
1: that. Okay. I like both. Okay. I mean, I don't discriminate with cheese. I do like both.
2: I'm a I love cheese. i cheese, cheese,
1: cheese whore. This bitch loves cheese. cheese.
2: She was a only cheese the only cheese I don't fuck with is goat cheese. No offense. I just don't like
1: it. You mix it with blueberries. It's fucking phenomenal.
2: I just can't do the goat cheese, but no. I fuck with just about any other cheese. It's
0: a okay.
1: different. It's a
0: whole different animal. I got it. This question. Going to be very important for when you come and visit New Jersey.
1: Okay.
0: Tracksuit or guinea tea?
1: I'm going uh,
2: tracksuit all day.
0: Oh, okay. I took you for a guinea tea kind of guy, but okay. I okay.
2: love tracksuits. I love. I I think Paulie and Christopher's tracksuits in that show are. Yes. Uh,
0: Paulie like fucking killed it with his tracksuit. Every suit. time
2: I see one that they're wearing, I'm just like, oh, oh, I want that so bad, and I and I would never be able to wear it down here because it's like 90 degrees every day.
0: But <laughs> I mean, yeah. you could, but it'd be fine. That's be,
2: well. yeah. Okay.
0: Pinky ring or gold chain? Pinky ring. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see. Okay. If you um oh, we already asked that one. Okay. Here now we're gonna we're gonna finish off with some famous quotes and then we're gonna tell people where you can find them. So you gotta name that mafia movie. Okay. If you don't reach over and lift up that button, she's a, a selfie. Have <laughs> you ever done that for, to a girl, to your current girlfriend?
2: Uh i probably have i'm almost positive but the thing is these these cars are like cars are fucking they're,
3: it
0: up. they're
2: just they're just they're built differently. It's not like you reach over and lift the thing. You got to reach over I and don't pump even the have button. A
0: thing in my car to lift.
2: Yeah, it's a different time and era, but I definitely have experimented with that at one point in well,
0: sure. time. It's an important rule, homies and bitches. You better get your shit together and open. One hundred
2: percent. You got to pass the door test. I had a
0: boyfriend do that to me. One you got to at least do the pump fake, like pretend you're opening it up. So I've right. got-
2: at least at least gesture as if yeah. you're going to do it. That's all I need is the movement, the the thought. That's it.
0: Okay. I always tell the truth, even when I lie.
2: That's no, it's easy. Tony Montana, Mike.
0: Oh, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Killing he's, it. Okay. This is a good one. This is, might be a little tough. I'll get the papers. Get the papers.
2: That's Jimmy. Two times I posted the meme <laughs> the other day. I had the toilet paper meme where he's like, I'm going to go get the toilet paper. Toilet paper.
1: Okay. This one. Um, this is one of my favorite quotes, Christy. As three. far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster.
2: That's that was my profile header for like three of the years I've been doing this. That's Henry Hill and Goodfellas.
0: That's okay. This was a tough one. If you get this one, I'm gonna be really, really impressed. Okay. Um, when they send for you, you go in alive, you come out dead, and it's Let's
2: be your- in Donnie Brox.
0: This is why he has over hundred and sixty nine thousand followers <laughs> on Instagram. Okay.
2: Get in there. Well one fifty nine, one fifty nine on that
3: Okay, do this one, Christy.
1: Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Billy motherfucking bats.
0: Classic. Oh, he even knows the characters. Okay, He's this is good. This is the last one, and then we'll let um we'll let everybody know how they can find you and follow your page and all that good stuff. Okay, this is a good one. When you love someone, you gotta trust them. There's no other way. You've gotta that get is them. Sam
2: Rothstein from Casino. <laughs>
0: okay this, golf is why, up, golf this is why this page is so legit honestly he's not Thank my you. followers guys he's you legit to the core guys he yeah. is he's legit. wearing a tracksuit you don't even know it it's a mentality <laughs>
2: thank you very much
0: lifestyle people He is the tracksuit you are a track, I am the track
2: suit i'm the walking track suit are walking pinky right. you well
0: this has been so much fun so can you tell people maybe like you know if you have any other platforms besides instagram like youtube facebook where they can your find you, website website too.
2: all that good stuff. yes please thank you um so you can go to mafiachronicles.com right now the only thing i have on it is uh something very uh something i should have actually touched on in this interview but the conversation didn't lead me to actually get there but i'm glad i get to now is we have an original i have an original series that a gentleman by the name of mike vivolo who okay. is a really really amazing guy um a talented talented guy reached out to me like you guys a few years ago when i was still uh growing my page but had a lot of you know over over ten thousand followers, had a lot of people following and he's a media personality himself, as you know and he reached out to me one day like you did and say can i get on a phone call with you and i said yeah and he just you know asked me why I do this and what, you know, what got me into it just like you did. And I shared my passion with him and he shared his with me. And he said, I have an idea. I already have a pilot episode filmed and I wonder if you'll, if you'll back it. And he had a video, he had a video film with Vinnie Bella, make he rest in peace, where they go get a shoe shine And he discusses a little bit about the movies he's been in, some Italian food culture, and they get a shoe shine in New York. And I thought that was the coolest idea in the world. And I said, that would resonate totally with my audience. And listen, I'm all about bringing anything that's of value to my audience. And if, if I would want to watch it, then I would think most of them would want to watch it. And so he got to me with the idea. And we independently, I, I reached out to these people using my reach and using my platform you know, via email, via DM. And with his help, obviously, a lot of his help, mm-hmm. uh, got these people um, to, to commit. Because we, we didn't have any funds to do this or get them on. We have nothing to pay people. I mean, literally don't have the money. It's not there. So we had to go off of the, 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 the I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. Like if you have anything you want to promote, any upcoming movies or projects, I have an audience. If you can benefit from my audience, please, will you get on and, and spend 30 minutes with us and just shoot the shit and promote those things? And mm-hmm. we have 12 episodes fully filmed. So it's one full season. Um, it's on mafiachronicles.com. You can watch every episode there. They're all basically the links to the YouTube uh, videos that we have on my YouTube channel, which if you just go to YouTube and search Mafia Chronicles, my channel will pop up right away. Um, and that's the only content I have on the website and the YouTube right now is that series and I'm very proud of that project that Mike came to me and we did together because it was a team effort. He's the guy, the face behind it. He does the interviews and he is fantastic at it. Um, but he needed he needed the platform to reach these, these potential guests and I had it. And so together we were able to create season one and we're actually in the process of trying to get new guests for season two. Uh, if anyone's out there listening and interested, so uh, he's gonna be a guest
0: next week, so we'll definitely yeah. have him plug that show Talk yeah.
2: he'll, sure. he'll, he'll, he'll tell you about it. I'm, I'm, I meant to talk about it, it just didn't come out naturally, and I was in the conversation, like you said, it wasn't yeah. planned. We were just talking, but I'm glad that I got to touch on that. I'm very, very, uh, that's a passion project that he came to me with that I'm passionate about as well, and that we've done a really, really good job with and want to continue to do more things with. But you can find me at mafiachronicles.com, you can uh, find me on Instagram at Mafia Chronicles, and you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Mafia Chronicles, which I will be basically posting similar or the same content, but it does reach a different audience and a whole different group of people that don't use the other platforms. And so Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I offer that content to as many people as I can. If their preferred platform is Facebook, you can consume it there. If it's Instagram, you can consume it.
0: And you have an amazing Spotify playlist. Actually, people may or may not. You, I actually, I listen to it when I work out. So that just, she I, I, Italian bangers I listen to Italian bangers, when, bangers when I work out. So That's, please, please, listen a to, a to poor when entrepreneur. I'm tell people the about your Spotify playlist, please. You're, you're amazing for
2: that. Shout out to you for, <laughs> for, for, for remembering that. Because I knew I was going to forget a lot of things. And I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up. So a couple, and I want you to bring it up for one reason specifically. I only started that because somebody DM'd me a fan of the page a couple months back and we were just chatting about the movies like I do with many people. And he said, dude, you should really start a Spotify page. I think it would be really cool. And I mean, what do you mean? I have Spotify, but I don't know quite what you mean. He's like, just start a playlist. So I, I Googled how to start a, a Spotify playlist and I began collecting music from the soundtracks to the movies and not only that but music that is nostalgic to those time periods fucking i
1: hold on
0: hold on god damn, damn it us. christy
1: <laughs> i don't know what the problem is it's on fucking air we're turning remote. your phone off From now. it's okay
0: it's okay no worries so yeah.
1: I think, yeah it's okay it's not you she yells at me no no, all the
2: time no worries i'm, I'm, not, I'm the fuck up. <laughs> not bothered by it and no, nor should you be, i'm it. bothered by it but you, no, you but this is, this is, beat, like, know this is perfect italian vibe like this is no. what happened in- the italian household oh you know? that's 18 years of friendship right there <laughs>
0: fucking um, bitch. Such anywho a bitch. your spotify playlist yes. is fucking amazing thank you and, and, I, and i
2: and i listen to it every day because it's not my music it's music that i love that again i think other people who like these movies would also enjoy and you got such a mix in there you got rolling stones and you got you got uh, jerry valley and frank sinatra and all that but then you also got just so many variety uh, the, the, I can't even think. There's so many different-
0: It has all the soundtrack from the Irish, um, the Irishman movie. Soundtrack from out.
2: the Irishman, soundtrack from the Bronx too, soundtrack oh,
3: from- right.
1: The awesome thing is though that it brings that nostalgia right back and you don't have to sit down and watch a movie. You could be driving your car, you could be at the beach, you could be working out. You could be working out, you could be, be doing anything and you have that like, ugh, feeling right back. I have, I think, I looked
2: I'll tell you right now, I think it says like, I don't know, 16 or 17 hours worth of, uh, of music listening time or something like that. I'll tell you right now, it's, it's 13 hours and 27 minutes. So you could literally put that on from the moment you wake up and, and the majority of your day have a different track playing throughout the entire day. And I'm aiming for yeah, a 24 hour period or more so that people can just let that thing ride and, and enjoy it whenever they want. Yeah, um,
0: it's, it's, so it's been, just called it's think. called Mafia Chronicles on Spotify, right? That's how people just Mafia yeah. not the Mafia Chronicles. Just no, Mafia.
2: Not. if you just go to Spotify and type in Mafia Chronicles, it should come right up. Um, I've done a few tests; it should come right up, and and that's as of recently because I'm finally getting some followers on there. But that's it's still really, really new. I just did that. I think I started that like. Three to four or five we'll months. Link the in match. the
1: show notes too.
2: So yeah, I we'll link everything today. for you when you're cooking
1: really your salad or on, on Sunday.
2: Sunday. I link for you, I will. Um, it might not be a pretty link though, because sometimes when I link from Spotify, it's like a really long, weird link. But yeah. we're keeping. No worries, no worries either way. However you want to do it, I appreciate the plug because I am excited for people to to get on that station. It does nothing more for me than than make me happy to know that people can jam out and enjoy those tunes the same way that I do when yeah. I'm working out, when I'm driving, when I'm cooking when I'm just hanging out.
0: It's literally my favorite playlist. I actually listened to it this morning when I was working out. So like, it's honestly my favorite playlist. I really appreciate that.
2: I had a friend of mine from India, from the page, who sent me something a while back where he was on like a a train or a subway of some sort and he was listening to it. He's like, I'm listening to your playlist. while And he sent me a picture of where he was traveling. I was like, how fucking cool is that like,
3: right yeah i mean, that's I awesome
2: so much joy from that it's unbelievable it's basically like i get to be a, a digital dj you know i get to pick the songs <laughs> that hell people yeah listen to but you get to pick which one you want to listen to and your request is always available that's
0: the best mm-hmm. part of that yeah that's cool. awesome well, we really appreciate you taking the yes. time, and we took way more time than we had planned for. We I had a really, great time. really appreciate thank it. Me. We can't wait for you to come to New Jersey yeah. and wear your tracksuit and your gold <laughs> chain and not a pinky ring, apparently. But we'll get all dressed like Italian, you yeah. know. She'll do the jersey here.
2: We'll visit some good food spots, and it'll be yeah, good fun. yeah. And we'll let you know yeah. when
0: the here and all that good stuff too. Yeah, to come back on anytime. I, I really want to thank
2: you both for the opportunity. Good. Thank you so thank
0: much. Thank you. It was so for fun. exciting to meet you
1: in the future.
2: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Keep posted on the editing and how everything goes. I I, will, I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, we're yes. excited. It'll probably yeah. be out
0: within we'll probably put it out next week. So yeah, we'll make sure to give
2: me all of your credentials link wise and stuff that I can plug for you in return when you this is out so that you get plenty of cross-promotion. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Cool. Thank and you. we'll definitely
0: ask Mike more about like the uh his the series that you guys have going on and stuff because yeah, Mike's a good dude. It. Mike has his
2: own thing going with ESNY. There's like tons of sports and red carpet thing. Like he's he's got his own thing going. He's he's a go-getter, he's a hard yeah. worker. And he's very good at what he does, and I was very, uh, I was very honored that when he came to me and said, "I have an idea that I think you'll like, and that your your fans will uh, enjoy," and and it was, it's been a hit. People have. Responded very well to it, and we're looking to continue with it. I so love. It. I think they're get all get that with him because he'll be glad to talk about it for sure. Yeah. His awesome. son's
0: my brother's birthday is today. We were trying to record today, like after you, but my he, he's like, oh, my son's birthday is today. I was like, my brother's birthday is today, so we're recording with
2: him. Next awesome. Week. So he's busy today. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. awesome though. Good for him. Well, happy birthday to your brother and his son. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks again.
0: We really Thank appreciate
2: you. it. It's so fun. Yeah, very fun. Thank you so much. Um, I guess on a technical thing, what do I have to do to exit the <laughs> chat? <box? laughs> and hit the X button. We'll end. End, we'll
0: end it too. So,
2: all right, guys. Have a great rest of your night. Bye. Bye.